Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the Behind the Racket pod, the podcast taking you behind the racket with today's top tennis players and biggest issues facing the sport. Behind the Racket is a community to give fans and players in the world of tennis the opportunity to open up like they have never done before. Visit BehindTheRacket.com for the latest stories, merch, as well as direct links to all of the latest podcasts. It can also be found on iTunes, Google Play, Pandora, Stitcher, and wherever you find your podcasts. Download the episodes and make sure to leave a review. And we want you to be a part of the conversation. Find me at NoahRubin33 or Mike at MikeCTennis on all forms of social media. You can also learn more at BehindTheRacket.com or MikeCTennis.com. Special thanks to my sponsor, New Balance. Visit their latest shoes and styles at NewBalance.com and learn more about their program of giving back at hashtag NBGivesBack. You can also help support the podcast by visiting Patreon.com slash BehindTheRacketPod and receive rewards from our travels around the world. And now. Here to celebrate his good friend Christopher Eubanks' victory last week in Mallorca is Noah Rubin. Uh, Noah, it looks like you haven't slept in about four days um, celebrating this win. Um, are, are you okay right now? I mean, have... Have you come down off of that high? <laughs> All we wanted to do was find out Ruan Rolofse's favorite flavor of biltong to send him. Because that's, let's be honest, that's the only reason Chris is managing to put 10 balls in a court over and over. Because of billabong? <laughs> biltong. Do you not know what that oh. is? No, I have no idea. Maybe j- oh, it's uh, South African beef jerky, high-quality beef jerky. I have beef jerky that I'm supposed to give you that I bought for you in April. Wait. Like elk and from, kangaroo. From Miami? And, from Savannah. Oh. Oh, yeah. No, that's not the same. You told me to buy it I did. I did want... Yeah, to mess around oh with that. God. But that's yeah, I'm not, that's not the same level as South African biltong. But keep going. Biltong. Is it tongue? <laughs> T O N G. T O N G. Okay. Um it it pretty um I, I was trying to think about it because uh next week marks uh, fully ten years on tour for me. Wow. Uh Winneka twenty thirteen, Chicago Challenger twenty twenty three. Full Whew. circle ten years. And I was trying to think about <clears throat> the players who I'd kind of watch grow and develop, Noah. Sure. Um, and there have been several that have won ATP titles. Um, Cam Norrie, you know, the seeing Cam Norrie and Tim yeah. Sangren in a in the Auckland final a few years ago. Uh, Jack Sock was won the first tournament I did, then obviously won Paris a couple years after that. He won that. Winneka? He was the Winneka? He won Winneka okay. 2013. Um, okay. I think he beat Farouk Dustov in the final. Who has oh. not won an ATP title? Um, but I, I think Chris has been kind of unique in that um, it's maybe the first one, Noah, and 
maybe Sandgren fits in this category as well, but where it kind of took a few years. It wasn't just kind of like this slow, steady progress, but like there was just kind of this plateau. And then, you know, a couple of years afterwards, there's that next level. And it's, it's, it's pretty remarkable because it doesn't happen all that often for players who are kind of, if you will, stuck at that 140-ish level. Well, I think you never – I mean, how many challengers did Cam really play? I mean, was it over the year? A fair, was it, it was a fair amount because he went back to school. Had that he is not true. gone back that to school true. for his right, third right. year, it would have been a different, different okay. story. Okay, I'm just saying, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, we're close with Banks. Yeah. I, I, for you, it's it's a child. You're old as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, right. But this one you was a real – ins and outs, saw his psyche almost, which I think we saw a little bit with Sangren. You know, we got some of those deeper conversations. I don't know about your relationship with Nori, but with Banks, like we know him as a person very well and kind of knew, you know, different from me per se, but like the battles he dealt with as a tennis player of, you know, how professional do I have to be? What does my game look like at its top level? Like, yeah, I'm a six foot eight big server, but what does that mean? And I think watching him kind of go from, okay, he's dangerous at any given day on the challenger level to, okay, he can win a challenger. He had, what was his first couple was like the Mexico ones, he right? Them, yeah, he won a Mexican challenger yeah. in 2019, I think, Leon. Okay. And, and we're like, okay, so we know he can put matches together. But can he put tournaments together? You know, what does that look like as a whole? And I think that's where we saw the growth. And, you know, I don't know specifically the conversation with Ruan or even Gresk towards the end, you know, who was traveling with him. But, you know, he obviously has put something together to say, he, you know, this is the person I am. And, I, and you know, it's funny. The, the guy that we know going to Cracker Barrel as his recovery meal or <laughs> warm-up meal, whatever you want to call it, right. you know, is now 40 in the world. But we saw that change. We saw we saw the mentality switch. And for you, it's it is apparent, you know, and and seeing that, yeah, it it does. It's one of those things. Be, I I think we're we are too quick often, Noah, to say something like, "Well, he finally, you know, put everything together, and this is shows what hard work can do." And it's yeah, yeah. which is like you know discredits everybody who works so incredibly hard <laughs> and just doesn't have that success, right? Um, but but there is it, it was unique to see Chris and he said it to us a couple of weeks ago about how he just focused on all of the details that he could that maybe he had overlooked in in years past. And I think it's um, I think to get to the that that level top 50 and beyond Noah, there's this combination of talent, you know, natural God given talent. Sure. And and then the hard work component. Um, and Chris has always had, you know, listen, being six, eight is, is a gift. Um, (laughs) and having the ability to serve like that is a gift that also you accentuate with your hard work. And, um, you know, maybe, maybe I think Chris in, in talking to him, maybe he went from that, that 85% work rate to more closer to 95% where all of those little details have finally kind of kicked in. And yeah, I think you said it right. Ruan Roloff said really uh, just a very good stabilizing presence while Chris kind of was searching for that. I mean, I think we could talk about other players while we'll finish off with Banks here. But, you know, for somebody that, for whatever reason, people liked being around, 
Um, and he seemed, you know, warm, welcoming, outgoing, and that could lead to confidence. I don't think he had the belief. You know, I think he yeah, would be right. the first one to say that where, you know, he would be like, why am I you – know, even when he was kind of coming, you know, getting closer to that 100, he, I don't even know if he knew why he was winning some of those matches. You know, yeah, it was kind of like that battle of, oh, wait, no, I'm winning matches because I'm good at tennis, not just because I was given a few. And that, like, imposter syndrome that I think a lot of players go through is like, absolutely. wait, no, I had a good draw. Oh, wait, no, because we do it to other players or we hear it, you know, that is like, oh, that's a good draw. That No, we you put it together. You just put it together, and I think um, – for why, and you put this in our group text, why he was so quickly, I think, I mean, I could have count on this. Once he made that one push into the 75 range, he, that was not going to stop. I mean, I hope it continues. Right. We have to see what, like, um, what's it called? Defending points looks like. That's a whole different story. But right. I knew the next step was going to be a e- much easier one for him with his game style when the belief was like, no, no, I'm a, I'm a damn good tennis player. I just I'm not winning matches out of luck, which I do believe. I don't know if you know he would come on and say that initially, but I do. I think he he believes that um, you know he didn't have that certainty of why he was where he was, and I think we're seeing that now. You know, even coming out, which is not spoken about, but to beat a guy like Montero down a set That's first a round Wimby is a really tough draw. <clears throat> and, After winning your first ATP title, uh, yes. Yeah. So you come off a high, all of that, and you're down a set as well. Not saying that I had him losing or told anybody, but I was like, this is a really tricky match. You know, it's this a tricky is match, yeah. a tricky match for somebody that's going to be out there playing, you know, pretty high level tennis throughout will not really give up throughout a match as well. And for Chris to run off three sets after that, I mean, it shows that he's in this and I hope he can ride this wave out to find some consistency there. Um, we are recording this Thursday afternoon. We're in the middle right now of the Murray Tsitsipas um, matchup. So just just timing wise, uh, Liam Brody earlier today beating Casper Ruud. Um, I don't. I I got to be honest. I'm not overwhelmingly stunned by it, um, considering Casper obviously just doesn't enjoy the grass. Does, didn't do any any of the lead up tournaments. I'm not stunned by it. Um, I'm just happy for Liam getting. I, I, that's kind of what I always think about during these these tournaments. People always will say, "Oh, one of quote unquote your guys won a won a yeah, big yeah, match," yeah. and it's just like, "Yeah, I'm just happy. I'm happy that all of that work pays off, and they get that that moment, and especially for Liam on center court." Yeah, I think. I mean, Rude is being pretty outspoken that this is not the event for him. Right. <laughs> you know, even his post match interview. He's basically talking about, you know, him going to another concert. He, he said he had a good Wimbledon. Right. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> oh, okay. You know, um, you know, again, I, I praised him after French. He doesn't get enough credit. Yep. Um, you know, this also goes along the fact that this is a def, this is a generation that consistency is not going to be what it's at. Do I love this? I don't even know where to look right now. <laughs> you know, I think mm. there's so many stories. There's so many things happening. Also, Wimbledon's been a mess with the rain um, yeah. and the scheduling. So that's uh, – I'm not really watching the matches anymore. I've, I've kind of mm. – I've been a little bit sidetracked with what's going on. I think a lot of – you know, you have <laughs> confetti and puzzles being thrown onto courts. And I'm just like, I don't know which matches to watch. I put on Shelton for a little bit. You know, I was trying to keep up with Americans and – and then I just got – it was just too much. I don't know. And I, I guess that's my 
a fear with a grand slam at times. And now that the first round and second rounds have been pushed for a week long is yeah. that I'm just, I'm getting overwhelmed by it. I don't know where that's to turn. Funny. Yeah. I, I don't know how you're my, feeling. It's my with favorite it. time. Yeah. I, 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 you give me Monday through Thursday, first week of a slam. Yeah. I'm in heaven. Um, in person. I mean, amazing. I, I, on here. I just, I don't know where to go. I don't know where to go. Yeah, with that's, it. <laughs> I think that's a tricky spot. And you and I have talked about this before about this idea of, um, the viewing experience is not great. No. I think red zone, having a tennis red zone is absolutely the way to go. Um, if we can get some, there are some broadcasters who I know who can do that. Um, there are some broadcasters I know who can't. Yeah. Um, but I listen. It, it's going to just take. It's going to take somebody taking a little bit of a risk and trying it out at some point at some slam or even a master series where you're just like. Screw it. We're going to go. We're going to be bouncing around. We need three or four different broadcasters who are going to be ready and able just to go. Just clicking in when it's a set point, boom, break boom, point. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. A really good producer yeah. or you know, two or three good producers who are willing to, to make it happen in those four days. You know, that, that I would could be love nothing more. I would love nothing. Because I try to do that with the ESPN. So I like yeah. I, I'll have if I have an hour, which I rarely right. do right now. But if I have an hour to have my computer and phone open, actually they've been at airports recently when yeah. I have that hour, and I'll watch scores and then switch the ESPN live stream. Yep, like I'm feel like I'm doing all the jobs. Um, right, you know, right. you need the four to be like, yeah, I have a red light. It goes to producer. Producer looks at the score. Be like, okay, put this one on right now, because yep. we had you know when I was on the plane, they tried to split screen with. Mo maybe was it Mo mm. and Venus Mo or, or I want to say yeah. yeah Mo and then and then with <clears> Venus <throat> and it was like as much as love Venus so much incredible she's doing she was like kind of walking like in between changeovers and I was like we don't need this like it's four yeah, all in the fifth right now yeah. yeah and I understand we're gonna talk about you know her and, and how she's feeling what that means I'm just like you show four all in the fifth. I think Venus would even say show four all in the fifth, you know, like mm. me walking to the changeover is not going to do it for the three minutes or even, even if it's a minute, 60 seconds, let me see, you know, what that match is looking like. Um, I think the the red zone would be amazing. I really do. Um, Annette Contivate retiring sad. Um, On beyond, court? You know, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I'm glad she got a better court for the second round. Sure. Um, and her final match, but that was a disservice to put her. What what court was it? 16. Yeah. They put her on for the first round. It, it just a shame. Um, also, I mean, it's the the argument is going to be that she doesn't sell tickets. She doesn't, you know, move the needle. I I don't care. People like that who get to two in the world. I mean, only a year ago deserves better than that um and also at the same time just an incredible shame that that back injury and the de deterioration has cost her um i think what was a, a definitely a career on the rise i think she's a good example and i don't want to take anything away from her or her legacy but i think it's a good example of like do what makes you happy i know yep. this sounds so dumb but it's like you know obviously she's not going out on her terms but you know, tennis moves on. Tennis doesn't give a shit. Tennis has 600 other matches, especially in a week like this. As much as we would like Wimbledon to do a little bit more, I know they were tight on schedule, but you give her five minutes. You go five yes, minutes absolutely. later. I mean, you know, I'm looking at the courts right now. The courts are suspended. If they were suspended at 5-3 or 4-3 in that last match, whatever it was, with Giron, you know, and, and Fuxovich, like, 
they're suspended a game earlier. You give her five minutes to wave to her family, to her mom, and 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 say that goodbye. You know, like yes, that's that's the stuff that I think tennis does an absolute awful job. If your name isn't Roger Federer um, or Serena Williams, but this is where it comes down to where it's like you you have to do what makes you happy. If you're not, fe- you know, tennis just keeps moving on, um, and we're seeing that pretty clear right now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jensen Brooksby uh, announcing yesterday that he missed three drug tests. Yes. Uh, did not test positive for anything, but missed three drug tests. And as a result, has a <laughs> provisional suspension. I mean, he's obviously out right now with injury. Um, uh, uh, certainly odd. What um, I, I did see right before we popped on here today, Noah. Holger Runa. Uh, Hol- Holger Runa, yeah, saying that he there had been multiple times where he was even home and didn't hear the doorbell and they didn't wait for him and didn't. Um, yeah. So what has your experience been in terms of the drug tests, uh, that, especially the ones you've had to take, not in competition, if if you have? I don't even know if you have. Yeah, no, I, I did one, but no, you have to be, I believe it's top 100 still is what it okay. is. Um, and this is not spoken about. Actually, probably should be. I know a couple of players have kind of come out. It is a pain in the ass. You have to give them their whereabouts every single day. And like Holger was saying, you literally have to be waiting for an hour. You don't hear it. I've heard stories where they knock. Literally, they'll be there. It's not even a double knock. They'll do one knock. You Like, you missed the knock. That's one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Brooksby, we put this story to the side. It sounds weird as a whole. So I think yeah. I don't even know where to go with that. It just was, wasn't really well written and doesn't really describe anything. You know, I wish if I came out with that story, I'd be like, hey, guys, they were a pain in the ass. I, I thought I was there. I didn't. There was nothing like that. So Brooksby, I'm putting that to the side. But for everything else, um, yeah, I mean, the situation is really strange. I mean, they make it very difficult. And, you know, I always joke around that they're not really stopping anything anyway. And it's like, well, we're doing the most and least, which is what I tweeted. Um, but, yeah, but tennis does the most and least. And they have to do this whole thing. I was like, there's got to be other ways. And you're, in my head, not really stopping anything anyway. So, Curious to see as your cat destroys your microphone. Oh, I think she's fine. She's, <laughs> she just wants to be a part of everything. Um, along those lines, I, I've been kind of I, – I know you have things you want to get to here, Noah. But yeah. The, I think at some point we need to talk about Adderall. Yeah, we do. Um, but it leads to a deeper conversation. Are we ready for that? I think I I don't know what's that your I initial am. thought before because this will be an, a podcast on its own. But what's your initial thought on? I, I think at this stage, yes. If you are not, if uh, I'm gonna just ex- let's exclude the top ten, sure, in the world. If you're not taking Adderall, you are not playing on the same level as everybody else. You certainly, are putting yourself at a disadvantage. Certainly seems that way. Um, I have, I have, I'm not going to reveal names, obviously. Uh, I have been in rooms where hearing players talk about it, 
some of whom deal with ADD and the repercussions of ADD and the difficulties of it. Um, some of whom are not, but are also struggling to find focus on a court and are going with it. Um, I, I know you and I both both know players yep. who have made major improvements after taking starting yeah. to take Adderall. Um, and it, you know, it just makes me think when we're talking about what people are being drug tested for, the performance enhancers. Exemptions and what that looks yeah, like. Yeah, but then, but then Adderall's just sitting there. So that's, that's yeah, something. Yeah, no, that's, it's funny. Uh, we were cleaning out um, Jamie's parents' house and I found a Livestrong Live Strong bracelet. Yeah. And, you know, as much as Lance Armstrong was supposed to be, you know, this perfect, pure human, if he didn't do what he did, he wouldn't have been a racer. I mean, they were all taking it. Everybody, I'm not Correct. saying, but when you give your life for something and then you find out that you are going to be levels below, I'm not saying I, cause I haven't been dealt with that situation quite yet, but it's a tough decision to make. You work your whole yeah. life. It's not something that's going to negatively affect anybody or your health or self. Let's say, what do you do? Yeah. Um, consistency. I want to bring it back again to this a little bit. Okay. Um, how are you feeling about it? You, you're watching these matches. Um, I know Americans get shit on because of how badly we want a Grand Slam champion. Are you? Do you get more excited because you don't know the winner? Or does this? Yes. Wh- yeah. I Wait. I do, but I also know it's not necessarily great for tennis, Noah. Yeah. I mean, I I think I think most people would say, and I think it's probably factually accurate. Rivalries drive sport. Um, Celtics Lakers in the eighties, and you know, while you also had on the women's tennis side, you had Christina, uh, Chris, Chrissy Everett, and Martina Navratilova, um, the big three on the men's side over the last several years. I I think that's what drives sport. I personally prefer just having that. Like, man, this is anybody's tournament. There are eight people, six of whom are looking for their first one. But yeah, I, I don't know. I where are you at? Yeah, you? I guess I'm just. I guess I'm a little sick of like Arude taking the grass off and Medvedev taking clay off in a way, and like just I need a little bit more. I would, I'll be. I guess we went from zero to a billion, where it was like you know we didn't know. Um, no, we knew exactly who was going to be in the semis. You know, yeah, of right. every event where. You know, okay, let's have a few different quarterfinals and go from there or round of 16 and go from there, you know. But this is round ones, you know. These are round ones. Um, and do you think the hate towards Americans is warranted? No. Um, yeah, I saw I saw Taylor Fritz mention something even before his loss to Emer the other day. But okay. saying something along the lines of, you know, it, it, none of it matters and, unless we have a slam. Sure. champion on the on the men's side right and i i i disagree i yeah. think that i mean i yes i get it um the depth of of american men right now is phenomenal there are several players for the first time in a long time there are several players thank you for taking a photo of myself and my cat uh, as she's actually purring loud enough to be on the podcast <laughs> right now um but there are 
there are several American players that can win a tournament now at any time. Yeah. A 250, if maybe a 500, some that can win a thousand. Um, I'm, I'm okay with that. It's one of those things that I'm, I'm a, um, when it comes to team sports, I'm a big proponent of getting yourself into the playoffs and rolling the dice. I think there is that rolling the dice aspect once you get to quarterfinals and beyond of any sport. Um, and I think, I think, frankly, on both sides, on the, on the women's side as well. I mean, you've got Coco who can sneak in, Pagula who could sneak in, um, Danielle Collins, obviously, Jenny Brady, who apparently is coming back in Washington. I, I, I think the depth, it's not going to move the needle, but I think it's pretty impressive. Um, equipment wise, not equipment, venue wise, rain, rain all the time. Yeah. Not utilizing a roof, not having multiple, what is, yeah. Well, I mean, okay. I, I think the issue becomes the fact that you have players who are into a third round before the first round finishes. Yes. That's, that's the issue. It's not necessary. I mean, cause you can't put a roof over the entire thing. Sure. Although... Although I think we're going to be getting to that point where you have to because of global warming, but that's oh God. again another another podcast entirely. I, I I think it would benefit the tournaments, and I know it's not going to be good financially, Noah. But you have to complete the first round before second rounds ever second yeah. round start, and then that means okay, sorry, it's going to be one after another on the two roofed courts, roof roofed roofed. Rough. Roughed. I, I mean, what's yeah. your solution? I don't. I don't know. Yeah, the scheduling seems off, and it seems like they still haven't figured out, you know, what to do with it necessarily. Um, but yeah, you definitely you can't play a second round. You can't have somebody in the third round with somebody in the first round. That's a no. That's a no. Agreed. That the rest is off. That 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 affects the rest of the tournament. Um, you that see, has to be way. I know more that out. the video of. I think it was Echeverry seeing, yeah. you know, oh, during yeah, his yeah, yeah. on-court interview that he's got to play tomorrow. And he was just like, what? Yeah. And, and it's that those kind of decisions shouldn't. I mean, it's again, you're just I, I know why they do it. I mean, you want the biggest names on the biggest stadiums so that the most people can see them. I get it. It makes sense. At the same time, it loses the ability for it to be equal and fair and I, I i think that's crucial in sport yeah i'm gonna go see taylor swift uh tomorrow so i'm pretty i don't care uh the last thing i wanted to bring up was <laughs> um <laughs> i watched a few points watching a little yeah. bit it's slow i yeah it looks, i know it, oh my gosh god yes. it's slow like and it's almost now that, you know, I guess this is one of the first Wimbies I've watched a decent amount of, like, on the first rounds. But, like, it's, like, the worst combination of, like, weird movement, which yes. totally get. But yeah. slow, it, it, yeah, it's just slow. And it doesn't make for pretty it. points. So if, you're, if it's already not really making for pretty points, might as well speed it up. Yes. I, oh, my uh. God. I fully agree. It's, it's so fr- – if – if you're going to slow it down, you need to slow it way down so that it's going to have the higher bounce so that you Shelton have. Shelton ripped an inside out forehand. Jar- yeah. uh, Jerry gets there and goes backhand line. I'm like, there should never in a world, he should not be within three feet of that ball. Not on a grass court. No. No, no, no. No. And watching it now, 
rather than playing. I kind of like the surface for my game playing on it. Um, yeah. I would be fine with even with the speed, but like watching it now, it's it's not great appeal. No, I I fully agree. I th- I I I think we even said it last week. I love. I love the diversity. I love the difference in speeds yeah. because of the fact that I, I think it, it provides new opportunity for different styles of players to have success and joy. I think that's great. I, we need more fast courts. I just think we need, you know, I, I get the serving aspect of it, but I, I want to see a massive forehand that nobody touches. And, yeah, and, same. I mean, if you're only going to keep grass at a three-week freaking schedule, let it be fun. Let it be different. Um, chaos. Let chaos. it be chaos. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I played at Forest Hills. I used to practice there for yeah. Wimby, like when we had nothing else. It was only worth it to practice there just to get some of the movement down. This was yeah. old school. I was slicing every ball. The ball wasn't sure. bouncing. God forbid you, like, miss hit a low slice. That ball may not bounce a second time. Yeah. May not. And that, like, to me, was like, it was fun. It was enjoyable. It was different. We learned how to play. You learned how to move. And then you get to Wimby and you're like playing on hardcore. Like, you'll ask most coaches, besides the movement you get used to, I'd rather you hit on hardcore than hit on, on a, like, an old school or country club grass court. Mm, it really? is not, yes. Yeah, so, for preparation. For preparation. Like, wow. I have a kid, they have a new tournament actually at Wimby. It's like a 14 under event worldwide. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. And we have a kid playing um, from the Sports Time Club here at Randall's Island. And I basically said, he was like nervous. He they, Some people don't even know this yet. He was like, you know, the low. And I was like, you practicing on hard is going to be the best practice. Get on a grass mm-hmm. court for a couple times, which he did. Get the movement down. But play wise, it's a slow. Like a faster hard court? Or no, hard? a slower hard court. I'd rather wow. you react. Okay. I'd rather you react to some of the slices and bounces and get used to that day, like the last two days that you're there, actually yeah. on the surface. But everything else, you have opportunities. That ball, if that ball is anywhere going up, it goes into the grass and comes right back up. It mm. doesn't go through the court. A slice will still go through. Big serves will go through. But if that grass captures that ball, it goes straight up. And that's where these really slow points come um, and you're actually like, grinding out points, which is never should never be using the word grinding on a grass. On grass. Yeah. Yes. Fully agreed. Um, you have a fun trip I'm, coming up. I'm I'm going to see Taylor Swift. You are. Um, my anxiety level is extremely high. Yes. Uh, my daughter's upstairs. We've got to pack and and drive. She is great, but it's never easy. It's not easy. And she just, you know, she just doesn't know. I mean, she has no idea. But travel what, looks like what's, yeah. what it's going to be like to be in a stadium of seventy thousand people screaming. Um, <laughs> One of them, then, very loud with a mohawk. Yes, that will be me. Um, and then, yeah, I'll be in Chicago for the um, Challenger at Excess starting yep. on Monday. Um, good field, Nishikori. I think he just lost to yeah, Kudla beat him six three in the third. Um, up in Michigan, right, you know, just a couple minutes ago. But Nishikori will be in the field. Um, a few other top 100 players, so I'm excited about that. And, again, marking 10 years for me is a big deal. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, but I, it's going to be hard to come back, back and, like, bounce back after seeing Taylor Swift. It's going to be a lot. I don't even want to glorify that with an answer. I don't. Okay. Like, I'm not. This is the Britney shirt I'm wearing today. I'm going to wear a different Britney shirt on Saturday night. You're going to wear a Britney shirt at the Taylor Swift concert? Yeah, with the mohawk and purple hair. What a 
Lucky child, Marnius. She's doing purple as well. She's not turning her hair purple. Mm. Oh, good. Are you doing that? Yeah. You're doing it? Yeah. As much as I joke, you're, you're a pretty good father. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, we'll talk next week. Yeah, we will. Okay, I'm losing my voice, so that should be good. Okay. The show might be over, but the conversation isn't. Join us on social media at NoahRubin33, at MikeCTennis, and at Behind the Racket. Expect new episodes every Monday or Tuesday. And don't forget to leave us a rating on iTunes. It really helps us expand and reach more listeners as we take you Behind the Racket.